0: We're in the middle of the Mimer, <clears> on Daf Lamit <throat> The Altar Rebbe in the previous ois is speaking about how the Malachim are able to appreciate only the Shmoy, only the expression of Hashem. And the Altar Rebbe says that when we see this, so then it evokes a, a, a quality within us. We see the Malachim being in such awe of Hashem, so this evokes us that we should be uh, in even greater awe of Hashem. Now, here in Eus Gimel, the Alfred Rebbe continues, and he says, the malachim, because of the intense awareness that they have, that, that they receive their life force from only the expression of Hashem, the Shmoy, the legislative, which is detached and separated, therefore, they're constantly in the mode of ratzoi, racing towards Hashem v'shoiv and returning. The racing is in this fire to be subsumed within the light of God, and the shuv is through the yirah, that because they have this sense of yirah, the sense of distance that they peel back away from Hashem. Like it says in the Nu, the people saw and they feared and they stood at the a distance. And therefore they say, Baruch he is connected or attached to the glory of Hashem in his place, that it is blessed and is drawn down here in a way that is evident just uh, like it is the from here, we can un- uh, understand and, and, and analyze that in order to be in this level of ratzoy and shuv, this is in ava, passion, desire, to run after our origin, to be subsumed in it. And the shuv is in yira that we should receive, that we should obey through kabol samoch shemayim. Like it says in Pasha sheftim, same tasim alecha melech, uh, you should place, yes, you should place upon yourself a king. That is, that if your heart races, you should return to the one, that you should make yourself a, a resting place for Hashem's presence, that it should be Hashem Echa, that it should uh, rest down here like it is above. In a similar manner, we find also in Pesukit Zimra. We have Hoidu Lashem Kiru vishmai. Hoidu, the glory of Hashem, we call out His name. The glory of Hashem is on the heavens and the earth. Uh, to you, Hashem, is greatness. The hosts of the heavens all bow down to you. And these are the levels of, the oilem is down here, the level of doimein, the level of tsemeach. And there we also have rotze and shuk. And therefore you have psukim that speak about the love of Hashem, you have psukim that speak about the Yura of Hashem. And from those two combined, you get the characteristic of rachmanis. There are psukim that speak about that. Behu rachum, ata Hashem lesichla rachamecha, speak about Hashem's rachmanis. And these three levels of, of ava, Yura. And uh, Rachmanes are of Ramiz and Yaakov. And this is why we have the idea that uh, the Mida of, of Rachmim is Yaakov, and uh, the statement in the Gemara that the Tfilois were established by the Ovois, the three Tfilos, And from here we can come to the level of total Bittal. That we declare in Kriya Shema to be subsumed in the image of the Adam on the Kisei, the level of the Pnimis. And this is indicated in Shema Yisrael. Shema means to understand that Avaya, the level of Asmasumahus, is that level that is on the Kisei cover. This is Eli Nu. it's yours, it's a Chod, Aleph, Ches, Dalit, and the enlarged Dalit in the Sefer which alludes to the Dvar Hashem the klolis uh, highest of the world, because Hashem created the world through 10 statements. And as Pirkei Avai says, he could have created it through one. What is that one? That is the one original thought, like it says in the zohar that with one thought, Hashem created the world, like it says that Hashem sees from all generations, and all generations are uh, laid out from the onset. And this machshava is also a form of dibor because it is expressive. Just like within a person, you can have many thoughts that do not uh, become manifest in spoken word, but they're still called thoughts. And then you have thoughts that a person thinks about and he contemplates how best to express it. So this thought becomes subsumed within the uh, debor. So thought <clears throat> which, through which Hashem created the world through one thought is also a form of debor because it's the onset. Similarly, as it says in Tillim, that how deeply are Hashem's thoughts the level of the hidden thoughts, and these thoughts are the source and the root of the revealed world, which is called and described in the manner of divar and giloi. And this is the enlarged dalet at the end of the word echad, which is the one statement in which it includes all the ten statements, the orain soif that is drawn out and expressed in the ten statements to create all of the worlds mi'ayin liyash. And since there is not yet to this division, this multiplicity of these 10 statements, we can still yet refer to it as one singular thought. And through this, we come to the level of the next line of the Shema, Shalav Hashem all your heart. And the odd phrase, L'vavcha, means both your Yetzir Tev and Yetzir, that even Yetzahara and your passion for material things can be subsumed and transformed from darkness into light. And this is also what's indicated in the beginning of the partial when it says, when you go out to war on your enemy, that is, when you will go out to war uh, to overcome the uh, impulses and the passions for material things, to cool off that passion and to transform it to a passion for Hashem. It should be aloy vecha, that is, all the way to the origin that is initially. Because since we know that there is no evil that comes down from above, that is, the root is always good. It's the level of the merkava el of holiness. But once it's manifest down here in this world, there is all of this residue. And from there, there can even be the 70 nations that bring down a passion for worldly indulgences and the power uh, for this desirousness. And when it is uh, subsumed and elevated and rooted, it is transformed from evil into good. However, we cannot transform the Tevar of our to completely change them unless we have help from Hashem. Like the Gemara says, that if not for God's help, we would never be able to overcome our Yetzirah. That is, we do not independently have the capacity to elevate ourselves and subsume ourselves in our origin only after it is drawn down here from the Orient Saif onto our Neshama. And this is the insight of the light of Torah and Mitzvahs that are compared to the vision of the man on the throne. The 248 limbs of the king, the 365 sinews that, are, that, that, that trans, uh, transport the blood throughout the soul and the life force that is spread throughout all of the body parts through the fulfillment uh, and observance of all the Mitzvahs and all of the prohibitions. And through this, we uh, add a kayach in this uh, divine flame, this, this throne to draw down and to subsume and to burn off the power of taiva, that animalistic impulse, and to elevate it back to its origin. And then it radiates, and then be the Savashem not just in the Midas Ativius. And this is what the passage continues, what it says, Hashem, Hashem, your God, will grant it in your hand. That is this level of havaya, which is Taita, which is the will, wis- will and wisdom of Hashem. Like we know Tehidah and Hashem are all one. And Elekecha, that is the second phrase in the passage, is the level of the mitzvahs, the 248 instructions, which parallel the 248 limbs. And the origin of these two levels is because the end is wedged in the beginning, in the beginning, in the end, because the level of Torah is the level of Melech, like we are taught that a mission is considered like a king, because it's the legislation, just like a king declares what should be done, that if this will be one uh, litigant's argument, and the, it will be countered by his opponent's argument, this will be the rule, and uh, so too in the laws of prohibitions between man and God. And then we have the level of mitzvahs, which is more the level of the servant, to be obedient. Like it says, the Jewish people are God's servants. Now the level of malchus of Torah, that is kings that become crowned, is because whoever engages in Torah, Hashem sits and studies with them. Like it says, I will place my words in your mouth. And Yaakov is the rope of his inheritance, the analogy of the rope being that just as when you shake the top of the rope, the bottom of the rope shakes as well, so too Torah is compared to water that comes down intact from the clouds down to the uh, physical world. It's the same water drop. So too Torah is the same will and wisdom of Hashem here in this physical world as it is in the spiritual world. And the level of mitzvahs are, again, the end, what we see, which is the instructional, which gives us an insight into the original thought and impulse for this mitzvah. And therefore, sometimes we say Torah study is great because it results in action. And that would suggest that action is great. And sometimes we say Torah study is superior because they're both true. The level of from top to bottom is Torah study is greater. And the level from bottom is connected to top is activity is greater. And they both have to exist within the person. For this characteristic that is drawn down in the level of Torah, that it should be a rutzoy, a passion, because the person first thinks about his origin, that Torah comes from Hashem's wisdom, and that Hashem and His wisdom are all one. And when he engages in it, Hashem sits and studies along with him. And then, if he finds his heart running off to this, he has to return back through the mitzvahs, which is the bottom line, the action item. And this elevates him back into his origin, to the highest of levels, to the Yorin Seif And through this, he draws that and he expresses the power of the flame that is up above in the heavenly chariot. And it touches down to the Nefesh Bahamas because the life force carries and is carried along with this throne, that the one who rides on the throne is carrying those along with him. And this is the level of Adam, and why Adam is the Gematria 45, Ma, which is the idea of Chachma. We know Chachma is an anagram of Kayach ma, the willingness to have total bital and thus to be receptive to all matters. What? To have that kind of open-mindedness. Because this level of the revelation of Godliness in the world is in the Midas. It starts with Chesed like the Pasuk in that says that Hashem has built the world on Chesed. And therefore, the only way that we can transform the Midas in this world is by engaging this godly level of Chachma, which is the source of Torah and Mitzvahs. And then the Pasuk in our Parsha continues, and it says, and captive you will take captive. That is, that this will be taken captive is this power and impulse of Taiva by drawing down within the person, um, this uh, sort of negative attitude towards uh, Gashmias. Like the pusik says in Iyay, that he swallows this might and he vomits it because he transforms his passions away from Gashmias into Kedusha. And this is why we establish in the davening of Shemun Aser, we say, forgive us, if we have sinned. That unless we have this, we are in the level of the fool who, t- who stumbles along in his way. And now that we see that we have sinned, we have to now return those fallen sparks that uh, were da- damaged through our sins back to Hashem. And that's why we ask Hashem, return us in complete tshuva to before you. That means that it should be the level of lifanecha, the way it was in its origin. It should be subsumed all of the chais of the world into the source from whence they were originally cut and from there it should have a continuous impact and a renewed Shefa and Ha'ara. And these are all of the brachas in Shema Baruch ata, they should be blessed, they should be connected, drawn out, this new level of life from Baruch to a point where we can have Das, in the in the brachah the bracha of tshuva, the brachah of Slicha, and this is what the Pasuk means when it says Reich Nichaychi That is, it's this level of this pleasant aroma that reaches to this lofty level that through a person bringing the bread as the fire, he brings up this oil offer that it should have this pleasant aroma, should create a nachas ruach before Hashem. Just like uh, a person smells a beautiful aroma and then it will be pleasant. That is, it will be bring about a pleasantness down to this world. That it will gift this good gift of good, light and goodness. And this is what it means when it says This that is pleasant to me is if he brings it down himself. That it should rest here in this physical world. And now we understand what the pasuk means when it says "adam ki me a person who will come close from himself, an offering. That we might have anticipated the Pasuk should read a person from amongst you who will bring close, Adam Ikem And as is explained in my Martim, but the idea is that Adam is a reference to Taita, the 248 uh, instructional commandments or the 248 limbs. And through bringing ourselves close from our animal, that is, we bring out from our animal soul the Adam level, that is the Torah level that identifies the godliness within the animal level that is the ma that we can be mavarah the ban again ma is adam 45 the gematria 45 which is the receptivity of chachm which is tater and it is mavarah ban which is behema the behema level within the person and then we will have this captivity these captives unasa and therefore the Karbonis were always in the Beis Mikdash or in the Mishkan because that's where you had this infinite level of godliness where Ma, that is, this Bittel could be Mavara, could find the godliness within the bond, within the Behema. And now the new mimer, also based on the first Pesach of the Parashic, he says, Now the Zaya says that when we daven, it's the time of battle. That's the Muhammad that we're referencing to. Or like another Pesach that says, the Muhammad to Hashem and Malik for all generations. And the idea that in every generation, there's always going to be a Muhammad within the person. Because since Hashem is has created one opposite the other, we have a Nefesh of Kedusha, that has the and dibor and Machshav, and Midas, and Seichel of Kedusha, and it has an equal opponent. One nation against the other will struggle, like Hashem told Rifki uh, Imenu. Uh, and a person has to strengthen his Nefesh of Kedusha. And when does he have that opportunity? That's Dafka when he's davening. That's the time that he has divine assistance from above. Now it says in the, in the Zayhar, that um, the man who will kill the snake will marry the king's daughter. What is the reference to? That this is uh, referring to the snake, is the original snake, which is a reference to Amalek. And the person who will kill the snake, that is, he will be victorious in the war, he will get the level of the king's daughter. The point being that in Muhammad, there are two ideas. One is that the divine, that fashion, and the Kaych of Kedusha will overwhelm and will uh, be victorious in the war. Like it says, the one who kills the snake. And the second one, which is not within the Koyach it itself, but this is what it means, that he will be given a gift. He will be given the power from Hashem. It will be God's battle against Amalek. The point being, the daughter of the king represents the essence of the Jewish people, the Knesset Yisrael, where all is brought together. And this is the nekuda of the lev, the penemius, that is revealed in the neshama of the Jewish people, like it says, that there are two hearts, the chetsenius halev and the penemius halev. The chetsenius halev is the das, what we understand, that the takeaway. This is the overpowering of the nefesh through our comprehension, that it uh, analyzes and understands that there is no blade of grass that doesn't have a muzzle that is directing it, and from the highest of highest and the lowest of the lowest, and the source of all the shalshless and the source of all creation. It's only with the breath of his mouth. Hashem gives life to everything. Like it says, I place before you life, that in every matter there is both life and death. The death is the physical matter, which is ultimately going to be expiring, and the life is the spiritual, which lives on for all for all times. And we are instructed, choose the life side. Love Hashem, for he is your life. This is the life of all life, the source of all sources. It is all, uh, uh, everything else in opposition is death. And this is what it means, that we praise Hashem with our throats. And the two uh, double-edged sword in our hands. To take vengeance against the nations, this means the nations are any activities and deeds that are not directed towards godliness. And these are all drawn down from Amalek. What then is the vengeance? It is the total shattering through the double-edged sword, from the level of the loftiness of godliness, that he should contemplate the source and the origin of the hishtalshalis and all of the life force of Hashem. And this is what it means, that with my sword and with my um, bow. But the uncle explains that it means, when this is Yaakov describing uh, to his sons, that it means it's with my davening, with my request, that through davening, which mentions the loftiness and the shvachim of Hashem, this becomes the sword and the bow to annul the evil within the soul. Now, This contemplation comes from only the malchus level, the legislative level, the mamali kolam, where Hashem's malchus fills all the worlds, like it says. And this is where the neshamists and the malachim can reach. They all stand and they, they cry out and they crown his name. Again, the name being only the expressive aspect, the level of his malchus. That is only the name. For Hashem himself is far beyond that, is uh, far exalted and detached. And that's where the, the intellect can reach and can contemplate in the origin of Hashem. And that's the Malchus. Like we say, Baruch Shein, again, the concept of the name is the covenant of the Malchus, as we will explain. And then it goes on to the Via Hafta. This concludes the first ois of this second mind.